Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. We continue all the way to episode 312 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. Quasi, take it from an old spectator. Life's not a spectator sport. If watching is all you're going to do, then you're going to watch your life go by without you. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like I do, Eric, from the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin, a.k.a. Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana, a.k.a. Hoth Jr. <laughs> Not quite as bad as Wisconsin, but uh, I still don't like it. <laughs> Winter, winter's making another another round. Yeah. <laughs> she never really left. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope everyone out there is staying safe, staying co- staying warm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said staying cold. I'm like, no, you already are cold. Cozy, 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 cozy. There you go, cozy. Yeah. So that's a good word for it. And uh, you know, and, and and you know, drive drive like you got your grandma in the back seat with a with a crock pot of gravy on, mm-hmm. on her on her brand new dress going to church. Yep. <laughs> so. Well, first up, we need to do the news, and we've got uh, the Golden Globe nominations are now out, and as it is with most award season, most everything is like, eh, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Award grabbers. Yeah, I was looking at the list. I'm like, I don't even, I never even heard of that one. Yeah. There's some that I heard of. There's some that um i've heard we're good i just haven't seen so um some interesting nominations though like uh because the golden globes has a combination of movie and tv Mm -hmm. um so it's a little bit of everything and in the um movie side of things uh since they break things up between drama and musical slash comedy uh hamilton got nominated (laughs) well for being on disney plus (laughs) originally as i understand originally they were going to release it in theaters um but you know uh, the the Rona showed up and scuppered those plans. So right. you know everything. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, granted, it's a very stylized and obviously edited 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it performance, is still... but it's still just a recording of her performance. Yeah, and Hamilton it's... already won everything at the Tonys, which is where it should have won. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, it is. It is a weird choice, and it is a weird thing. But uh, I'm. Uh, I, I I'm done trying to figure out what what the what the what the reasoning is because yeah there there is none there is it, it, it's who you know it's who's who who's in good wear yeah. and that's that's who gets it so yeah a little bit oh um i have not watched it yet uh but it was nice to see that chadwick boseman did get nominated mm-hmm. for what is going to be his last mm-hmm. piece of work ma rainey's black bottom so um uh, and of course, uh, in the animated, Best Picture animated, uh, we've got two Disney Pixar, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> uh, Onward and Soul both mm-hmm. got uh, nominated. So that's cool. Yeah. We'll be happy with either, but if a tie, even better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, okay, television. We get a bit more exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. Best drama series, The Crown, and The Mandalorian. I was very Ooh, pleased nominated. for that one. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna win because it. I'm because uh, yeah, but I think it should. Bro, <laughs> mm-hmm. It should win. It probably won't. Yeah. Give me the award. <laughs> uh, Olivia Coleman got nominated uh, for her uh, role uh, as as Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II in the Crown, mm-hmm. but so did Emma Corrin, who is uh, the gal playing Diana at the moment. So that's going to be some stiff competition yeah yeah that one that (laughs) one like is is the fake diana gonna show up the fake queen (laughs) it it, it reminds me of that meme of of the two buttons and the guy sweating like which one do i choose because i can really see i could see them just picking the 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 lady who played diana just because it's diana um and you know there's I don't know. It just kind of feels like there's some there 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 there'd be a political, a, a socio political statement with with something like that. Mm. But who knows? Who who knows? But I, I guess I guess Diana's a little more in the in in good in people's good graces. Um, not 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 some like. What am I trying to say? Everyone's like, always loved in like that. popular culture and stuff. Yeah, popular culture. Yeah, they've always they've always loved her. It was more the um, the the. Yeah. There yeah. was a lot more controversy around her with like the royals and, and such. Yeah. For various reasons, which yeah. you know. <sighs> Tabloids. Yeah. <Screw> yeah. <laughs> well, and then we've got two nominations in the best supporting actress category too, with Helena Bonham Carter um nominated and then Julian Anderson. Yes. Nominated as her for her portrayal as the Iron Lady. That's my best way of doing that voice. Madam. Yeah. (laughs) Your Majesty. 
And that's why she's got the nomination and not me. Uh <laughs> well, that's why she has the role. That too. <laughs> and not me. <laughs> yeah, to start off with. But yeah. yes. Anyway. Um, no. so there's that. Uh we'll see what happens. Uh it'll give us an indication of what may or may not happen with the Academy Awards whenever those happen because we because we did so well with that last year yeah oh, this well. year's gonna be interesting uh, i know i i know i'm like looking at all these the the, the movies that, that are nominated for golden globes and i'm like those actually okay i guess i mean they they only have to be in in theaters in certain markets yes so for a certain amount of time for a certain amount of time so it's not like you know, people are, are, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't see it at my theater. But then again, I'm not going to my theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we did we did look at like, well, what's even playing? Because it was our anniversary last week. It's like, well, what do we want to do? Because we just couldn't think of anything. And we're like, well, let's it. And, and there was nothing at the movie theater. They were like, no, that's not worth going out and wearing having to wear a mask and and all this other crap. So we're like, we're not we're, we're we didn't go to the movies mm-hmm. for our anniversary quite interesting trying to plan something like that yeah right now yeah so there's that uh speaking of disney oh uh disney Mm -hmm. plus uh we got a thanks to the super bowl that sporting event that occurred yesterday Mm -hmm. uh of course you know they use as an opportunity to drop trailers and stuff so we got a new trailer for falcon and the winter soldier i still have no idea what's going on but i don't care nope it's just like wandavision i'm like i'm not entirely sure what's happening but i don't care i'm here for it so yes (laughs) and if wandavision is any indicator of the uh you know quality that we can expect with the marvel disney plus stuff i'm here for it and 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 to all those i'm gonna i'm gonna say something i'm gonna say something no spoilers but to all those who are who were poo-pooing wandavision because of those first couple episodes like oh it's so sitcom-y i don't want to watch this i mean i was watching it anyway because i i don't i didn't think wanda and vision got got the due that they were that they were deserved Mm -hmm. that they deserved in the movie so i was like i'm gonna watch this i don't care um you better start watching it and that's yeah. all i'm gonna say about it and these are gonna be some words eaten <laughs> yes so you know what just i i had to have this conversation with with jared the other day yeah. i was like jared you need to be watching this i don't like sitcoms no 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 it's well, not that it is, is not. that is just the window dressing yes, yes. <laughs> And yeah, we and we best we best say no more here because yeah. And, yeah. you know we'll we'll go into that at a later date. Yep. Yeah, once the so, season's over. <laughs> but yeah, you you need to be watching this 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 thing because oh boy, oh yeah. my goodness, yeah. the, the, the sitcom is a front for something that is coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness so good uh yeah. so yeah so yeah and once one wanda vision ends in early march we'll only have a couple of weeks and then we'll get falcon and wonder soldier so <laughs> uh, turnaround time will not be very long no Hello. and i'm loving the chemistry between falcon and winter soldier just from what i saw in the trailer yeah, yeah. Have a, I have a feeling that Sebastian and uh, Anthony are having a ball. 
yes. You, you definitely you definitely get that get that vibe which yeah. is great so yeah so i mean i guess i guess they needed something for the super bowl because the game was i mean the game was exciting until like the th- well, to partway through the second quarter, and then it's like, quarter, well, this yeah. is this is going to be a blowout, and I just, I kind of, I checked out. I didn't even see the trailer yeah. during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was like, I, I got kids, I got kids to put to bed, um, and these, these, and the commercial, these commercials all suck, and the halftime show, I don't even bother with anymore. And I, I was only kind of watching to see if I could see that trailer, but I was so disgusted with what was going on that I was like, nah. <laughs> I, my Twitter feed pinged for notification that Marvel posted something I'm like, oh, sweet, even yeah, better. So like, I can look this up on YouTube, and I don't have to sit through all you know this this inane commentary and these terrible ads. So mm-hmm. you know what? That's what YouTube is for. I'll catch the highlights later. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yay trailer, yay Winter Soldier or Falcon Winter Soldier, and game more marvel stuff and you know keep us keep us coming keep it yes i'm here for it there's so much coming down the pipeline and i am so here for it (laughs) uh so that is really it for the news um uh so uh, a little bit of uh i guess housekeeping um the latest patreon request uh for gold standard is now a available on patreon for our patreon supporters um so if you happen to be uh, a follower on on patreon for gold standard uh, you can go listen to us rip apart it's a wonderful life uh <laughs> me more than the others but we all ripped it apart in various <laughs> in various ways uh so I enjoyed that one I, I I'm I'm gonna I just I I saw your post and I'm like I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> but uh, I, I just 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 know I I kind of disagree but you know what I I'm free to do so <laughs> yeah uh so uh but that should go uh the way we've been doing it at least right now is uh it's patreon exclusive um and then the week where we're not recording a episode because we do every other week it will be temporarily available for everybody so then even if you're not a supporter on patreon you can listen to it and then it will go back to being patreon exclusive so just keep your eyes peeled for when that opens up or you could just go support us on patreon and you know get it before everybody else so there um, but not on Patreon, so not behind a, uh, a paywall, is uh, my first uh, recent guest appearance on Next Stop Everywhere with uh, Charles Skaggs, where um, we are going to be spending the entire month, so mm-hmm. I am appearing every week this month. <laughs> Happy birthday to me, because yep. we are doing the entire trial of a Time Lord. <laughs> It's almost like you planned that. I didn't. I honestly oh, didn't. Okay. I just, I Charles was like, "We're get, we're, we're gonna be doing uh, travel time, or do you want in?" I'm like, "Uh, yes, please." Say six doctor, <laughs> and I am there. And mm-hmm. he's like, "Okay, well, <laughs> how's every Wednesday in February?" I'm like, "Happy birthday to me, yes, and please, <laughs> and thank you very much." So nice. yeah, I get to spend every week talking about 
my doctor. Very good that first episode. Happy. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, how many people that do Doctor Who podcasts know that they got somebody they can call up when they want to talk six doctor and actually be happy about it? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. You are definitely. We are definitely unique, unique in that, <laughs> in that realm because yep. some people are pretty harsh un, mm-hmm. unnecessarily. So I might, mm-hmm. I might say, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yep. Their, it's their funeral. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so you can go and listen to that. Mm-hmm. You know we love reading, but sometimes it's hard to find time to physically sit down with a book, which is why the Five-ish Fangirls has proudly partnered with Audible. Audible is a leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs. Whatever makes you squee, there's a perfect listen for you. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible Originals. Whether you're adventuring through time and space, running from dinosaurs, or capturing ghosts, with the free app, audiobooks go where you go. You can download titles and listen offline, anytime, anywhere. Even if you switch devices, you'll never lose your place. And right now, Five-ish Fangirls listeners can sign up for a free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com slash fangirls That's 30 days to check out not only their huge collection of audiobooks, but also podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. So continue the joy of reading with Audible. Don't see a title that trips your trigger one month? No problem. Your credit will roll over to the next month, and you can quit anytime and keep the books you've acquired forever. For more details and to sign up for your free 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com slash fangirls. That's audibletrial.com slash fangirls. And now, back to the podcast. Uh, we don't have any feedback this week, so we can move on to this week's main topic. Uh, again, speaking of Disney, <laughs> uh, among other things, uh, but uh, this year is uh, a anniversary year for Disney's uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which was released in 1996. Yes. So, um, which if you know anything about the story, The Hunchback of Notre Dame by Victor Hugo. Yep. Um you would, you know, you originally would, would see Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame and think, uh, what? Because, holy cow. And I did not know this at the time, you know, when I, uh, you know, when my parents took me to see it, because, we, you know, we always saw the Disney movies every summer mm-hmm. when they came out. Um, but it was just like, oh, wow, this is definitely, you know, this this ain't the Little Mermaid, kiddos. Oh, no, uh, no. <laughs> it, it had been a long time since I had seen this, and uh-huh. I knew in my head, mm-hmm. based on <laughs> that, yeah, based on, you know, what, you know, the last time I'd seen it, and, mm-hmm. you know, other people looking at it and examining it, that I remembered it was dark, mm-hmm. but holy crap, re-watching it the other night, I am like, how the hell did they get away with a G rating on this thing? Uh, <laughs> this yes. movie is 
dark. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Carlton was if, dark. If this you, if yeah, darker. if you want to see how how the rating system has changed since 1996, realize Frozen is PG. Yeah, Hunchback <laughs> in Notre Dame is G. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so when you talk about you know movie ratings and what the M- MPAA yeah. assigns things, uh, this is this is um this is exhibit a for why why they're full of crap yeah i mean there's there's some i mean as disney is want to do because they're especially once the renaissance happen Mm -hmm. that they will put jokes and stuff in there that kids it's gonna go right over kids heads that they know Mm -hmm. it's going to you know um like in beauty and the beast um when uh the beast is you know asking his you know his servants you know what's a good way to get on bell's good side and you know cogsworth is like oh you know flowers chocolates promises you don't intend to keep (laughs) stuff like that that's going to go over kids heads and Uh there's some of that in 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 here too um like it it's a it's a visual gag and one that you know if you're not paying attention you're miss but um when um hugo (laughs) one of the gargoyles uh is playing cards and um they're all trying to convince uh you know quasimodo that he um needs to you know go after esmeralda and hugo says something about him and judge frollo and he's show he's like shuffling through the cards and when he says frollo he holds up the joker card Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's really quick (laughs) yeah but it's one of those things where it's like it's a good visual gag that a kid is not going to catch it (laughs) and i don't catch it (laughs) or you know he's flirting with the goat yes yeah yeah we're just like oh what yeah (laughs) but yeah which little Um, kids are just gonna think that's funny like he's made out of stone and it's a goat but you know as an adult you're like uh okay so we're gonna put some bestiality type jokes in here is that what we're doing Uh, yeah well yeah because because now you know what that is and you're like yeah Uh, okay okay but anyway um so yeah like first time i saw this so i guess i would have been 11 um i mean and i i mean this was after i had you know pocahontas was the year before and i did not really care for it all that much and then this one i was like you know my little 11 year old mind was just like Disney, what the crap is going on with you? Because <laughs> um, honestly, because I didn't know what the Hunchback of Notre Dame was. I didn't, I didn't, I was not a familiar, at the time, I was not familiar with the story. I didn't know what any of this was. I mean, Notre Dame looked, you know, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really, you know, want to, <laughs> it's like, I, I would love to go to Paris and see it, I, you know, whenever. But other than that, I'm just like, this is such a weird movie for Disney to do. And then as you get older, you know what, the, you know, you find out about the story. And I haven't actually read the book, but I've, you know, read, you know, short, shortened versions of it because, dude, it's a brick. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And you, you kind of understand, like, what, what the story is about, why it was written. And there's some really good, like, character and commentary and stuff like that. It's just like, and and it and so you realize how much of a risk it was for Disney to to do this, like to do something, you know. You know, we talk about Disney kind of experimenting in the late '90s, early 2000s, more early 2000s than anything. But mm-hmm. this kind of feels like the beginning of that. And and given what we end up with it, um, in that kind of time period, it 
I, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of gain a, a better appreciation for this movie because it kind of was the start of that. I think now some people might, you know, consider, might say, oh no, this was the tail end of the Renaissance or this, or this way, you know, whatever they want to categorize it, whatever they can, they can, people will say what they want to say. But for me, mm-hmm. this one feels like this is the beginning of the experiment. And actually, I think it's a really good one. I, it, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I don't think I would have known that much about or even wanted to find out about if I hadn't seen this movie. And mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I haven't read the book, which is a terrible thing for me to admit. But bad librarian. Bad, bad. I, we can't read everything. I know. Do you know, do you know how much stuff we get in a week? Anyway, tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's just, it, it is, it is a beautiful, haunting story. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but one that it is you know, very much worth your time if you can, you know, if, if you want to read, listen to the audio or, or read an abridged version or, I mean, there are other vid- movie adaptations of this that are a lot darker. Yeah. Um, and no, and it, different, it is, too. Yeah, and, and so. very different. Yeah, so, so. you know. Yeah, the it, research it, it rabbit is, hole I've gone down with this has been yeah. quite enlightening. Yeah, so it's definitely, it's definitely a, 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 a story worth knowing whether or not it's your favorite is probably a matter of taste and that is totally fine i mean it's not one i it, even the disney movie it's not one that i reach for like oh i feel like watching a disney movie because you know it, it is dark it has some really uh, you know disturbing image imagery and 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 things but it, and the villain whew, we'll get there um yeah. but you know I, it's one that i'm like i'm glad i'm glad i i know of this i'm glad that that i understand it as much as i understand it and that and that it's it's one of those those classics that maybe it's not a fun quote-unquote fun one but it's one of those that you read or, or you know about because it sort of it more enriches your life and, and it kind of helps get you thinking and you know philosophy that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so anyway so anyway so that's so i have an interesting relationship with it where i wouldn't call it a favorite but i appreciate it we'll, mm-hmm. we'll say that Yep. that's my that's my initial take <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah this is this is not the one that you pop in when you're like oh i feel like a disney movie this is like right. <laughs> this is the one you watch if you're like you want to think i yeah. think <laughs> or <laughs> about... you know you 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 want to you know see that see that hellfire sequence and just be like holy crap this is gorgeous yeah. it's freaky mm-hmm. but it's gorgeous yeah yeah mm-hmm. it, what's what's really interesting is um and people may not realize this um and uh, this is one of the things i discovered when going down this research rabbit hole um is when people think of hunchback of notre dame they're probably going to think and and this is somewhat accurate but also somewhat inaccurate that it's based on the victor hugo novel which novels were kind of a new thing at the time yeah as far as a um you know as far as a a writing medium um Mm -hmm. so um but you know victor hugo who you know, we know wrote Les Miserables and, you know, all sorts of um, other things like that, um, that um, he wrote the original novel, uh, Notre Dame des Prix, um, in the 1800s, um, because it was 
uh, he because for him it was not to tell the story you know of this uh, you know of this disfigured bell ringer and this woman and this you know man of the church because in the in the original source material Frollo is not a judge she's an actual mm-hmm. member of the clergy um, but it was actually a medium for Hugo to use to help save the Notre Dame. It was all about the architecture. It had nothing to do with the act of the, with the characters. Um, he was he really wanted uh, his his fellow contemporaries to be aware of the value of Gothic architecture, mm-hmm. um, which even back then. Uh, you know, nowadays we have things like uh, historical societies that will, uh, you know, put buildings on registries and be like, mm-hmm. you know, this is important. This cannot be yeah. knocked down to be turned yeah. into a Starbucks. And they'll, they'll, they'll work to preserve it and yeah. keep the original. My my, my great grandfather's house is on is on our our, our national the National Historic Registry. And yeah, there's a lot that you have yeah. to go but they, through. Yeah, you know, they were doing that even back in the 1800s, where yeah buildings were being knocked down and new ones were in the you know whatever the latest style was mm. um were being built in its place and hugo was like ah, 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 ah. this is bad <laughs> no 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 um, no touchy no touchy yeah. Uh, so if you actually read the book there are actually large sections of the book where it's just very descriptive about the notre dame cathedral mm-hmm. um so that's why he actually wrote the book um although he ended up procrastinating (laughs) he was he started in 1829 and he kept getting sidetracked doing other things and then so his like publisher was like dude you need to finish this by Mm -hmm. early 1831 and he's like okay so he finally started in late 1830 <laughs> 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 and finished it um but uh so there's that but then what people may not realize is after he wrote the book he ended up writing he ended up using that text to uh help write an opera um with a gentleman called louise bertin um who composed the music um and then hugo wrote the essentially the lyrics um or the text um called la esmeralda and actually the disney movie is closer in story to the opera than the original book interesting yes uh, so they wrote that um, in, well, it, it premiered in 1836, so, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it actually flopped. <laughs> uh, well, can't win them all, Victor. Uh, so. Can't please everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, and sorry, Bert, Louise Bertin was a woman, not a man. Uh, it's hard to tell in some of these images. Uh, these well, pictures. and also French. Um, yeah, there, there's yeah. some names that you're like, okay, is that female, male? Yeah. It's yeah. not like mm-hmm. it's not it's not quite as cut and dry as Spanish, where you know at the end is a, is an A or an O, and then you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so, but yeah, she was, um, she wrote, uh, she was 19 when she composed her first opera. What's interesting is she was actually wheelchair bound from birth. She was partially paralyzed, um, but she was a, a child prodigy, like a lot of her contemporaries, you know, of Europe, you know, the, the Mozarts and all that, mm -hmm. where it's like, they've got, you know, they start writing, you know, mm -hmm. full concertos before they can walk <laughs> type thing. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Disney still changed things. Um, you know, took out some some characters um, and, and changed some things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, I'll um, uh, I will uh, post uh, some links in the the show notes mm -hmm. to some various various things. Um, so, but yeah, the the story itself has been adapted in mm -hmm. many 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 ways. Um, you know, starting in the the early years of of movie making in the early 1900s. Um, you know, there's the, the probably most famously, the f it wasn't the first, but probably the most famous early one is The Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, 1923 silent movie with Lon Chaney, mm -hmm. kind of the king of movie monsters <laughs> in the <laughs> early days. Um, and then the sound film in 39 with Charles Lawton um, as Quasimodo. So I think those are probably, at least as far as American filmmaking, the, the most mm -hmm. famous um so but that's that's kind of some some background there on the the source material um so of course years and years and years later you know the disney renaissance and at this point that's still the it's still the eisner era but katzenberg has left um the eisner era is coming i've got some books coming uh, transported from other <laughs> library branches to my library so once I get those I could start getting into more research yeah <laughs> with that <laughs> so the, our whole Eisner era will be coming some point this year more than likely yeah um, mm -hmm. but they were writing they were writing off the high of Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and all that and Pocahontas it did okay yeah um, so like what can we do next uh victor hugo let's do that <laughs> yeah uh, and you know some of us who were you know little kids back then were like what the heck is this mm -hmm. um like i said even some of I the mean, middle i mean they, like they high schoolers yeah, the same way yeah <laughs> i mean they put like their best team on it like don mm -hmm. Hahn who oh, yeah. was, you know, one of the last of the old school mm -hmm. Disney era, you know, Walt era animators, um, mm -hmm. you know, helped produce this. You got Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz doing the music. And, you know, you've got some pretty amazing cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I know, mean, with they, this they, as well, yeah. you've got, you know, you've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, Tom uh, Holt, I don't know how to pronounce this um, last Tom name. Hulse. Hulse, uh, yeah. playing Quasimodo, who, if you've ever seen the movie Amadeus, um, mm -hmm. you know, he, yeah. he plays the, the, the lead role in that. Mm -hmm. 
you know, Kevin Klein as Captain uh, Phobus, you know, Phoebus. Tony, yeah, Phoebus, uh, you know, Tony J, who uh, has done a number of, of Disney voice acting roles. Mm-hmm. Um, if so. if you yeah if you watched even if you watched Saturday morning cartoons in the '90s you would have heard Tony J um, at some point I think I think what, well the one I was most familiar with um, outside of Punchback was uh, Reboot he played Megabyte um, mm-hmm. which you know you know he, he's just he's got that that voice that mm-hmm. just of course you're a voice actor what else are you going to do but he's just he's he's amazing he's just yeah you 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 put him in you put him in your movie and it's just high <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and of, and of course you know disney being disney and uh you know they gotta put uh, uh you know some who some more recognizable tv mm-hmm. personality in there so we've mm-hmm. got jason alexander as mm-hmm. yep, the voice of Hugo, one of the mm-hmm. not gargoyles. <laughs> Technically, those are not gargoyles. Um, uh, Victor Hugo and Laverne, obviously mm-hmm. Victor Hugo, mm-hmm. named after Victor Hugo. Um, yeah, Laverne comes from the Anderson sisters. It was a singing group, um, mm-hmm. but uh, they had, they originally wanted to name the name those characters after like Lon Chaney and <laughs> some of the people that <laughs> played quasi you know in yeah. other adaptations but they're like Disney legal was like I don't think we can do that <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, pretty sure the estates of those people would uh, frown on that so be upset yeah but technically they are not gargoyles they're never actually referred to as gargoyles um, they are uh, grotesques which are generally statues of demons or monsters said to scare off evil spirits. True gargoyles are hollow and used as spouts for draining rainwater. Hence the name. It comes from the French French word gargoule, which means to gargle. Hmm. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) You learn learn some, yeah. Learn something new. Don't tell Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing is like is at the same at the same time, you know, the Gargoyles TV show from Disney was I think yeah, it was it was going around this time or you know, it was it was well known and very popular. And you know, then they have Hunchback come out and you have these three goofy gargoyles and it's just kind of like really like if the internet as we know it today was around then the crossover fan art and maybe there is some i just haven't really looked would be hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah maybe maybe like you know we'd have you know brutus and pixie style like like you know the 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 action gargoyles from the show versus the the comic the comic relief ones from the from the hunchback movie yeah it would be interesting to say yeah. the least I I always made that connection in my head because I loved that I loved the Gargoyles TV show. I watched it all the time, and then I'd watch this movie, and I'm like, mm, not impressed. Yeah, <laughs> with those specific gargoyles. Yes, but they're not gargoyles. I know. At least I know. In fact, they're not gargoyles. I know. I know. <laughs> 
Um, apparently, Jason Alexander really wanted to be in a Disney movie, so he was quite excited to. Uh... Yeah, this was kind of the time period where where the big name celebrities were like, oh, you know, we need. It's sort of like now that you know they all want to be in Marvel movies. Um, so they'll you know they'll take any part. Back then, it was oh, I want to be in a a voice in a Disney movie, so they'd get. That's why you get all these these all these really famous TV actors or, or you know uh-huh. character actors. Yeah. Who, come in and do this the parent you know it's like when the kids are like i want to go to the movies and the parents are all like oh look disney's got a new animated movie out that's mm-hmm. great you know it's like oh and that's that guy from seinfeld so it's like oh something for the parents <laughs> yes something for the parents to enjoy yeah <laughs> i didn't have a chance to see hunchback in the theaters but i remember seeing it in rental and i happened to be watching it and my dad's just like that's Jim Dial, yeah. <laughs> Murphy Brown for Victor Hugo. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, but uh, so, um, just, yeah. This movie is just—it's—it's it's a really, really interesting. Um, when you really like you pull back and you know don't you know you look at it not from you know 10,000 foot view of just oh it's a Disney cartoon with music you know it's Mm -hmm. your traditional Disney musical and dissect it more on you know a deeper level Mm. I mean this movie is just it's an amazing like kind of almost a word i'm looking for um i don't want to say thesis but that's the the only thing i could think of uh you know representation i guess of uh you know religion and Mm -hmm. politics and um you know disney had never really done anything yeah in this realm before yeah and and it's also you know kind of indicative like 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 we sit here and watch it in you know in 96 when it first came out or you know now in 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 2021 and we just have our culture has just a different viewpoint of you know just kind of religion in general from you know when when the when the story was written Mm -hmm. um and it's you know it, it 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 occupies a different place in our culture in our society, and you know how, however you feel about it. Um, and it's so you know looking at it now, we're kind of like you know we we get one thing from it, but the you know the for people back then to 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 hear about these things or to have this characterization, it was kind of a big deal. Um, mm for 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 that for these kind of things to be to be stated that you know there was corruption you know anytime you give people power of any sort Mm -hmm. um there is always that potential for to to be you know to for for corruption for bad things to happen absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah Yeah. and and where Mm -hmm. they don't if they don't have i mean there are there are some good good people who are and, and i and i believe that i'm sure i believe i'm sure this was the case back in in victor hugo's day that there were good people that were trying like like, they, like there's that the the priest in the in the church that he's like he takes his job seriously he takes you know, what he does 
keeping the cathedral and, and you know making sure the rites and everything are, are, are done properly and that the, the, the cathedral is treated well and respectfully like there's people like that who take their job seriously and then there's people like Frollo who are just you know whatever they can do whatever position of power they're going to manipulate and make sure they get what they want because they want it and that's all and that's all that matters so mm-hmm. you know whether it's in government or whether it's in religion it's like you know yo check it's kind of it's kind of a cautionary tale like check that you are doing but but that you are in these positions of power for the right reasons and and again like looking at it as an adult as a kid this all this stuff went over my head i have no idea but as an adult i'm looking at this i'm like oh my gosh this like like you know this stuff happens clear back way back when i don't know why you know because people always say oh this you know, our, our times are so terrible and these these things are so horrible are happening and I'm like well they were happening back then too we mm-hmm. we just weren't living in them we just see you know the the gorgeous the, the the cathedral the artwork the the architecture and we think oh those are so you know you know the times when they created such beautiful things how could it be terrible well because it was human beings being human beings mm-hmm. um and that's just human nature that's that's what's gonna happen and you know and, and the goal of religion at least in in my view and from my from my faith and my you know i don't want to get into into it too deeply is like you know religion is to help people be better and be be better than what they are and mm-hmm. not um you know, and and, le- and leave off those 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 human nature tendencies. You know, to you know to, to have uh, you know follow follow better examples and 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 moral teachings and to and to 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 try to 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 be a better person is what my my outlook on it. But you know, not everybody shares those shares those opinions. Some just see it as well. This is a way for me to get ahead and how to you know get the things that I want and mm-hmm. I want them and I want it now. And I'm going to say all the right words and flattery and, and be sweet and, and, and trick people into giving me, you know, giving me power, giving me, you know, power over, over people and over situations. And that's in my view, that is, that is the epitome of evil. Mm-hmm. One epitome of evil anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the frollo in this movie and i mean this was done on purpose yeah Uh, i mean one disney changed him from being a an archdeacon to a judge because they figured somebody uh political would be easier to swallow (laughs) than a yeah but you know yeah Uh, (laughs) it 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 happens it happens everywhere yeah and i kind of i kind of like the change because because you know he's using his power to manipulate you know religious or you know re- manipulate the military and manipulate yeah all kinds of things because because yeah he's it's at the end you know at the end he's you know accusing esmeralda of witchcraft and he's gonna burn her and and you know and in a in a in those days government and religion just they went they they mixed they mm-hmm. mixed a lot um mm-hmm. which is you know why we've kind of gotten away with it because again power corrupts and and you have two major sources of power just you know you know you scratch your you scratch my back i'll scratch yours all over the place and that's that's a lot of reason why we have you know government um where where we've gotten to the point now where 
we 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 forbid government and religion from mixing quite so much um which you know i I, i'm getting off into the weeds but this is what this movie does to me yeah this is why we have these these discussions though is you know Mm -hmm. you know you could we could spend 15 minutes going you know oh i really like this you know this camera work in this scene and you know i really Mm -hmm. like this music right here or we could get into the weeds of the larger story and yeah and why i enjoy that yeah and it's it's why what i was saying is i is why i like that they if they had to make a change like this that you know frollo is gov is the government official but he's still involved in the church and he's still using it for his own his own gain and his own ends and either way it doesn't matter if he's co- you're coming at it from a political standpoint or from a religious standpoint uh he's he's just bad all around he is making he is working the system he's ruining the system and he's ruining people's wow. trust that, that they have in him as a as a as a in, in a position of authority and he should he should be condemned and he should be you know drummed out of 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 every of everything he should he should have his power taken away from him mm-hmm. which in the end in a way he does so yes. you know yay for happy death will do that death will do that <laughs> and now he can't ruin anything anymore yes but anyway yeah because if he had stayed you know if he'd lived through this and like got thrown mm-hmm. in jail or something it just it, his his hand his hold his you know, his yeah his power i think just would have mm-hmm. been too strong um yeah and he would still have his followers and they would still uh-huh. be like oh you know we you know we're, you know, we're gonna you know ride his coattails to get what we want to get through and yeah i mean it's just you uh-huh. know when, whenever there's someone this corrupt and this evil he's always got he's always got minions yeah yeah, yeah. Gonna, well and it, it's it's obvious yeah, that said, yeah the wheels yeah mm-hmm. You know, if if you pay it, you know, if you really pay attention um, during uh, God Help the Outcasts and, mm-hmm. you know, Esmeralda, you know, is 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 pleading to God, uh, you mm-hmm. know, or her higher higher power, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want anything. But, you know, mm-hmm. my people, the gypsies, which I know that's a term they use in the movie, but I know now that that's not the proper term, that that's a derogatory yeah. term to those people. Uh, yeah. But uh, for the sake of ease, I guess, because that's how they're referred in the movie, I will continue to use that word. Yeah. Uh, but I know that's not what they like to be called anymore. The Romani um, mm-hmm. is their proper ethnicity. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, there's this bit where, you know, you see figures of other people like coming into the church and also praying to God. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like in Wonder Woman 1984, where they're all asking for very selfish mm-hmm. things. They're like, I pray for fame and for fortune and, you know. God help the outcasts where nobody
of these things they're not they're asking for they're asking for stuff for themselves the things Mm -hmm. for themselves i mean while you've got this woman who lives on the streets and uh she's like i don't want anything just help my people Mm -hmm. and and you you know you kind of get the feeling that um that you know she's she's praying for these things you know she's praying for for her people and it's um how, how am i how, what am i trying to say it, you know the, the her people the 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 gypsies the romani they they look out for each other they mm-hmm. they really you know you know you have the court of miracles and they 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 kind of they really stick by each other and they 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 try to help each other out and a lot of uh you know a lot of the the people who are who are praying in that in that scene for for themselves or for other things it's like you know they're they're the very they're the very well off they're the wealthy or you know the the, the way that they're the, the things are their clothes and they have all these things but then they that you know they they say like oh i need love i need money i need all this other stuff whereas it's like well you have the power to you know you have the ability to help other people why aren't you mm-hmm. um and where you have i mean it's kind of like the story in in the bible the widow's might is you know all these people came and you know they they gave of of their very showy in in what they gave and then Mm -hmm. this woman this poor woman just gave what she had and that was more like like and that was and and it wasn't the money it was that she was willing to give it whereas the 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 people who had a lot always held something back Mm -hmm. and so it's 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 just it's just a very interesting lesson and i don't know if they intended to teach this lesson but maybe they did uh in the movie is that it's not what you give it's not how much you give it is that you give and you give with a full heart mm-hmm. um did you give freely without expecting yes. anything in return yes yes and did you did you do it out of love did you do it out of and not because you were forced to do it or because it was expected of you to do it mm-hmm. um you know, are you doing it for the right reasons yeah and so i i i that that part i i when i was a kid i i got that one because i always it, it, i mean i heard that lesson in in my you know sunday school and, and things like that for years and years and i'm you know i'm still studying and still trying to to to, to make all that you know work work that into my life and try to be better and try to do all these things but it's i mean it's a deep lesson and one that i'm glad they included because mm-hmm. I got it even at that young age and, and so that one uh, and the, the, the song is gorgeous for one thing. oh yeah, yeah and you know on the imagery and, and everything but it's yeah I, I love that bit and I love all that and and you just kind of realize that not everybody like people show sometimes show their piety just to show it and not because they actually believe or because they actually think that it's mm-hmm. gonna 
you know, and, and it's like, and so it's always been kind of a thing with me. It's like, are you doing this for the right reasons? And I mean, I've, I've, you know, done things in, in my, you know, I've gone, I've gone through certain things in, in my faith journey and there have been times and I'm like, because there, there's certain things that's like, oh, I could invite all these people and show them like, what, what a great person I am. Or I could say, well, you know, I'll invite some, some close people to come and participate with me, but I don't want this to be about me having this big milestone. It is about me, you know, I want to share this, this important moment with, with, with these people and, you know, hopefully bring some, some, um, something good to them and their mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Ooh, deep, Sorry. Disney, deep. No, I know, I know. It's, it's it's exactly why I said. I guess while we're while we're down this deep rabbit hole, uh -huh. um, the other side of that same coin, mm -hmm. uh, you've got Esmeralda, who, from the outside world, is this heretic. You know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, probably in some people's eyes, especially the character we're about to talk to, a whore. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, nothing, nothing more than a, a, a you know, a purveyor of witchcraft, and mm -hmm. um, you know, a she, thief. You know, and will rob, rob the, you know, the any person blind. You know, mm -hmm. just just because they can. She she's not worth anything. She doesn't have yeah, she, any value. Exactly. So, you know, do what you want with her. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. Yet, you know, she turns out to be this extremely kind and loving, mm -hmm. and forgiving and open person. You know, Quasimodo when she sees him, you know, during the the festival and realizes that it's not a mask. Um, yeah and realizes that he actually is the way he is mm -hmm. and she does not turn from him you know in disgust or anything she treats yeah. him like a fellow human being freeing him from being tied up and being thrown you know having vegetables mm -hmm. and stuff thrown at him um and being very kind uh to uh to him and uh the people around her and then you've got Judge Frollo, hmm. who is, he makes my skin crawl, which mm -hmm. was intended with Disney because at this point they had kind of realized that with some of their villains, they're this, this idea of being, being bad is cool. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some villains that we, you know, we'll all agree. It's like, yeah, they're, you know, they're a, a a bad piece of work mm -hmm. but in a kind of way they're kind of cool yeah like maleficent mm -hmm. or ursula yeah. you know or, it's or like, you know what you'll you'll hear interviews with actors who are like oh we love to play the villain because they get to do all these you know over the top things whereas you know the heroes they have to be you know you know good and moral and upstanding and sometimes that's not fun to play right so you kind of yeah. get this feeling like oh i you know i want to play a villain because i get to do all the cool bad things it's okay to do it because i'm pretending yeah um so yeah so you kind of get that like oh we like the villains because they're, they're yeah. interesting and they yeah it, but disney wanted to wanted to create a true villain which hugo's at least this you know uh particular book um 
you know, Frollo is still kind of the villain, but that, like I said, that's not the point of his of his novel. His novel mm-hmm. was all about the the cathedral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that was what he wanted people to focus on. Um, so, but then Disney was all like, "We need a villain, not one, you know, not a character where people are gonna be like, oh, I would love to play a character like that.' I, you mm-hmm. know, and that's they they achieved uh <laughs> their goal i think because he he makes me so sick especially yeah and esmer especially the you know uh you know we'll get to hell the whole hellfire thing here in a moment, <laughs> but before that when esmeralda has taken sanctuary inside the the church and uh you know uh frollo is like you know like you know, you can hide in here for now, but mm-hmm. eventually I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch you and make you pay. And that bit where he sniffs her hair, uh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Every time, I just <laughs> so gross. Yes, and <laughs> so, and, and, so and I think, Yeah, <laughs> even as a kid, even as, as a as a naive sheltered kid i was like ew what is he doing yeah <laughs> like i just like yeah you, you know you you know there there's there's it uh, that is, that just ain't right <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 wrong on mm-hmm. a because so, oh so many yeah. levels <laughs> you know you know i didn't i i i hated him you know at the from the beginning because he was willing to to throw a baby down a well and that mm-hmm. was that was bad news. Yeah, it, like he for he well he chases the he chases the the woman, mm-hmm. causes her to break her neck, yeah, on mm-hmm. the stairs, and then is going to drown this baby in a well. And this is like the first five minutes of the movie. It's like yeah. Oof. So if you, if you don't know that if you don't already know that he is not someone that you want to admire, I yeah then. let's 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 hammer that let's hammer that message home a little further yeah yeah so yeah you know when when when, uh you know when when the captain shows up uh for duty and uh you don't you don't see it Mm -hmm. but you can hear it and you can see that frollo is overseeing someone whipping someone else yeah you know, and then he, he's telling he's telling the captain about you know over these past twenty years I've been taking care of the 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 gypsies and I'm like you mean killing the gypsies yeah, you know, <laughs> one, one by falsely one imprisoning still... and torturing yeah. the gypsies <laughs> yeah air quotes on taking care of yeah. well taking yeah. care in his his way yeah. the way yeah, he thinks they need to be taken yeah. care of oh, yeah. yeah genocide um <sighs> yeah yeah and, but then you know when he uh you know sees Esmeralda at the the festival and you know he he tries to act like he's so holier than thou and Mm -hmm. with watching her dance and he's like oh you know just look at this display and of course the captain's like yes sir (laughs) and at least at least he's honest about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah it's yeah you're you you are definitely meant to despise and hate this guy yeah Uh, and and you know i don't know do we want to bring it up now it's like because the whole the whole time in hellfire he is trying to justify justify his 
every deadly sin, he had yeah. every single one off. Oh, in yeah. In some form or fashion, just in that sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, that, I mean, someone pointed this out, um, that, you know, that Hellfire was, was up until, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, I can go up until Tangled. They, Disney did not do another villain song after this. Uh, I because, believe it. <laughs> yeah, because, well, I mean, there, there, there are a lot of reasons for that. But yeah. it was like, that one just made such an impact. And I remember it. And I remember even like kind of being scared in the, in the movie theater. Um, and like, you know, and he's, you know, he's, you know, all the, the, the fire and he's singing about, you know, just... I, Beata Maria, you know I'm so much purer than the common vulgar weak licentious crowd. Then tell me, Maria, why I see her dancing there, why her smoldering eyes still scorch my soul. I feel her, I see her, the sun caught in her raven hair is blazing in me out of all control like fire hell fire this fire in my skin this burning desire is turning me to sin it's not my fault I'm not to blame it is the gypsy girl, the witch who set this flame. It's not my fault. If in God's plan, he made the devil so much stronger than a man. Protest me, Maria. Don't let the siren cast her spell. Don't let her fire sear my flesh and bone. Destroy Esmeralda and let her taste the fires of hell. Or else let her be mine and mine alone. Minister Fuller, the gypsy has escaped. What? Nowhere in the cathedral. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like and, and he's he's trying to, to make to make himself be okay with what he's doing because he's a righteous man and he's good and he's and he's he's proud of which is an, an odd way to put it he's proud of, of his piety but you know doesn't he shouldn't he be able to you know indulge a little bit and doesn't he deserve and because especially since she's she's a sinner she's she's not she's not you know she's not a human any, being she's, she's not a, a piece of meat yeah she's, an object to be acquired uh, yes. and do with what he will yeah like like she doesn't she has no she has no value she has no she's just for him to play with yeah and that's the whole time and and, and even though on some level he knows it's wrong because he imagines like all these you know the 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 jury i guess or of judgment day looking at him you know judging him and he's like oh it's not my fault i didn't do it it's her fault because she's pretty (laughs) to say to, to, to put it to put it mi- very mildly um and i you know and i want her and i must have her and it's like oh gosh yeah 
I mean, it's, even, it's even, not my fault that I yeah. went through so much. She's a witch, and she's yeah. but it's she's like witched me. Yeah, you know, it's stuff like that that I'm, yeah. This is not necessarily a rabbit hole we need to go down now, but it's it's things like that that still prevail even now and have prevailed for years. That any sort of abuse or even just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm uh interactions with usually men like i was talking about like the hair sniffing mm-hmm. um gets blamed on the woman yeah well, and- men are not responsible for their actions and especially in this case because he is a pious man he is a you know mm-hmm. he's a he's a true believer and yeah. follower of the so- of the word and therefore mm-hmm. it cannot be his fault although i i well, will point i will point this out and yes it was played for laughs a little bit but it, it was that part you were pointing out um when phoebus you know you know frollo's like look at that disgusting display and phoebus is like yes sir like he he is attracted to Esmeralda. He recognizes that she is is gorgeous, and you know. Yeah, there's the one guy, the, when the the one guy throws out the coin and like his yeah. wife or whatever. It was like she's a gypsy. He's like, it doesn't matter what you know what race she is. She's pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's like it's like. And in like Phoebus, like they in the end they end up together, which is <clears throat> not the original ending, but never mind. Nope. Um, well, but but Phoebus isn't is <laughs> everybody a ends pig. up dead in the original. Yes. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean in in the story, Phoebus is he 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 you know admires her and he you know but he he isn't a pig about it, and so mm-hmm. there is a there is a stark difference between what Frollo does in you know being creepy and weird and what phoebus does in that he uh, he's like yes she's gorgeous and i'm you know he admires her but that's as far as it goes until later when you know they they you know they get to know like she saves him and you know after he's had his heroic moment of saving the family and everything Mm -hmm. and they start to you know and have this admiration and and you know love for each other so you know it's it's it, it's so subtle differences and I kind I don't know if I don't know if they meant to do it that way but I like that I like that that's what what ended up happening because it, it shows that yes there are pigs there are these you know Frollo is disgusting be more like Phoebus guys mm-hmm. <laughs> well and, and Phoebus well, could and, pick up on the yeah and Phoebus could kind of pick up on the social cues that Esmeralda was giving off like hey mm-hmm. okay I'm better not I'm treading on mm-hmm. something nice here yeah back up yeah. Yeah, or you know that he says, you know, you know, tells her to claim sanctuary, or you know, so so he doesn't have to haul her off to Frollo because he knows that this is wrong, and he doesn't right. want he doesn't want to do because he 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 gets that Frollo is he's bad news. He's yeah. So it's I love I love that that comparison of that you have the two. There's the captain and there's the the corrupt judge, and the captain is trying to to do his job the you know according to his conscience, and you know not piss off his 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 superior but at the point he's just like no i cannot follow this guy anymore he's he's murdering innocents he's harassing women he's he 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 has these terrible terrible tendencies and these prejudices and it's like i can't do this Uh so yeah even without like the 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 treating of of esmeralda you Mm -hmm. know as a as a you know just a piece of meat yeah some of frollo's other actions just paint him in a just a as just a bad bad guy you know like when Mm -hmm. you know he's uh 
you know, decided that he, you know, she needs to be hunted down and he doesn't care if the entire city burns to the ground because of it. Mm-hmm. And it almost comes to that, but, you know, they're interrogating that family. And mm-hmm. at first he's like, you know, he's like, okay, well, you know, we'll be back to get mm-hmm. more answers from you. And then locks them in their house and tells the captain to burn it. Yeah. Right. And he's just like, I, you know, this isn't, you know, he, he signed up to, you know, he's in, he's, he's a captain in, in of the guard. He's there to defend, to, to defend the citizens, to, to protect them. And he's like, this isn't what I do. I, you know, these people are innocent. They haven't hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, they even admit they, they, they help people like they, they, they welcome the weary traveler into their home to you know help them on their way. But because they were helping a certain type of person, that Frollo is very evil toward, mm-hmm. then you know that that you know by association they are they are no longer they they are not worthy of of life because Frollo is you know like yo you help you help the gypsies so therefore you must be killed, and Phoebus is like ah no this is not what I signed up for you can you can shove it yeah mm-hmm. like you can take this stick on fire and shove mm-hmm. it up your you know what yes (laughs) so so again there's that there's that that comparison that 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 side by side is like and you know and phoebus is in power he had he does have power maybe not as much as frollo because frollo is his boss but he's he's a captain he has he has the ability to influence his men his people and even at the end he, he stands up in front of all the you know the citizens of Paris and like look what this guy is doing he's he's burned down our homes he's terrorized our city and look you know and now he's attacking attacking the the cathedral of Notre Dame and it's like we're not going to stand for this and he gets them all to fight back mm-hmm. which is you know amazing in its own right if it, Phoebus, exi- if it existed at the time he would have turned on his boombox with twisted sister going in the background we're not gonna take it yes yeah i mean that <laughs> you, you talk about you talk about inspiring movie speeches i think this one is his, his speech there is a little underrated and it it's yeah. kind of it should be listed in in those in in those lists of great motivational speeches <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it probably should and and you know very very you know moving and you know uh, uh, for better or for worse relevant to uh the current climate of not just the united states but really the entire world but just the the moment when uh esmeralda is trying to free uh quasimodo from you know essentially the stocks and you know she and and frollo are kind of yelling at each other over the crowd and you know it's it's a, it's a two-word conversation silence and you know justice but that's very very powerful mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know esmeralda with her arm in the air you know just screaming for justice for for you know mm-hmm. not just her people but just people in general yeah um it's... And at the at the you know again at the time uh, that this takes place and when the story you know this the, the original was written, those were very 
that, that those attitudes were unheard of like mm-hmm. like for it for you know society in general it was like there are these people at the top and they will always be at the top and you just don't question it and then there are the people at the bottom and you're always going to be at the bottom and everybody that was that was like the idea that that anybody at the bottom could rise to the top was just you it it was unheard of it wasn't that it was forbidden it was never it it was unheard of you just did not that that attitude generally by and large what like you'd have some writers that would bring it up in but they would be very obscure or you know kept in like academic circles it just was not possible it was Mm -hmm. never discussed and it was never you know know, looking at it from our point of view where where, you know we've we have enjoyed this the the fruits of those thinkers who are like no 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 you know you know everyone is created equal we all have god-given rights and no 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 one is above or below anyone and you know in the eye you know when it comes down to it like a king is no better than a peasant um and mm-hmm. but you know back then that was just not not something really? so you so you have to kind of under yeah you have to understand where all of this comes from like, like the you know the story of cinderella was like it was a story it was a fairy tale that kind of stuff never happened mm-hmm. to, to these people Right. Um, or if somebody had those thoughts, there yeah. was somebody right there at the drop of the hat to talk them out of it and convince them that their thinking was uh-huh. absolutely wrong. Yeah, it's like no, you know, you you know your place and you stay in your place because that mm-hmm. is where you survive. That is where safety is. And you know, these people, you know, in positions of power, they that they're they're smarter and they're better because they said so. Um. And, you know, and we just we just can't comprehend accepting that in our society, in our day and age. And so you kind of have to understand that's where all that comes from mm-hmm. and what and and it and it's something and it's also something that we kind of naturally gravitate toward, um, you know, you know, human nature to to, you know, say, oh, you have that hierarchy of, oh, you know, this person is in this position of power, therefore they are better than than or I am better than them or, you know, they're and I can't move up or I or they're not going to move down or something like that, which is which is dangerous in its own way, because you kind of get complacent and think, oh, I'm just, you know, that's just always how it's going to be and it will never change. And, you know. But somebody had to have the guts to think of it first. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness they did, because holy crap. <laughs> I don't want to be a peasant on a on an estate. Yeah. Working working for somebody, you know, working and not and not uh, you know, working my butt off and never getting anything for it. But you know, the lord mm-hmm. of the manor gets to keep it all. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So yeah, we've gone all over the place with this one today, haven't we? Yeah. If you if you were it's if you appropriate, were, I think. Yeah. I think that's kind of the point. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I don't know if Disney really intended this to become, you know, like uh, uh philosophers. You know, yeah, some sort of like philosophical discussion, but it's it's I mean, mm-hmm. again, Hugo Hugo's intention was think about the buildings, mm-hmm. but at the same time he wanted people to think. And yeah 
Well, and and think there. of what think of what the building is. Yes, it is a beautiful piece of architecture, and and it is it's it, Notre Dame is, is on my bucket list of things I want to see in my yeah. lifetime. And, Whether or not and, I'll get to it, who knows? Yeah. But also, like, well, I got to finish the, repairing it now. Yes, that too. That yeah, too. Um, but you know, think of what that building is for and what it represents, and to to so many people. Um, it is, you know, it, it is a place of worship, and it is, it is to, you know, they're there to to commune with God and to to express their religious beliefs and to 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 feel close to to their deity. To and and you know, and you have to respect that, and you have to understand. And so, a lot of the iconography and the artwork and the the architecture is, it's a tribute to 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 God, and it is a tribute to. Um, to the to their religious beliefs and so you kind of so so if you're going to write us that this is a coming at it from what i'm thinking of because again my faith we 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 do we do build beautiful buildings that point to god and to where we worship and we 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 make you know we we make promises with god that are really important to us and like and i've done this and, and it's very important to me so i can see a cathedral and i'm like i understand what like i might not be part of that faith but i understand what that means to you and i understand why you would want that to be preserved and kept because <laughs> i would want the same thing for the buildings of my religion that are sacred and important to me and what those mean to me so i i get i get that i might i might not be the same religion and i might not have those same specific beliefs but i get the attitude and i yeah. get why it's important to you yeah and so 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 you know to have a story that was meant as we want to preserve this this cathedral and this is why it's important i feel like this story would make you think of like you know you know you know you know, love one another, love, love God, love your neighbor. And to, and, and why, why these themes are in here, because that's what that building represents to mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. It's so a that, physical representation. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a physical representation of your, your soul, your heart, what you believe is important, your value system. Yeah. And so, 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 you know, knowing that that's why victor hugo wrote the book i'm like yeah i under yeah now i know why why all these themes are in there and you know why he wanted to so it's like about preserving the building and also preserving your faith Mm -hmm. didn't mean to get (laughs) super religious in there but that's what the thing is about yes that's That's what the story is it is it is what it is so Mm -hmm. you know we're not we're not gonna sugarcoat no we're not gonna we're not gonna tiptoe uh uh around those things i mean i know there's certain topics that we tend to stay away from but in this case yeah. you know it is a this is a popular uh yeah. you know uh piece of 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 mm-hmm. uh, you know a work of yeah. of entertainment and you know mm-hmm. literature and art and film yeah. and all that so yeah um, well and it's you know and, and again what 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 the building what what the, what the cathedral means to people and and why why it's important because again you know, when when that fire happened at notre dame and there were i mean it was it was really sad because a lot of people like i said i i would love to go visit it someday um but for so many people especially you know catholic people they you know, they, they were mourning because this is somewhere where they would go to, to worship and, you know, to lose that, that that's hard. That's, mm-hmm. or, you know, to have, or ha- to have it be damaged or, or this, this horrible thing. It's like, I, I get it. I totally get it. And I would, 
and, and, and so that's it's more than just a building it is beautiful and it and it, we, it is worth preserving but it is more than just just a building uh-huh. mm-hmm. so anyway um so let's, anyway <laughs> let's let's finish off our discussion here with some pieces of trivia right um so um speaking speaking of the hellfire sequence uh because you see a lot of the the fire the flames and smoke turn into you know shapes that look like esmeralda um but uh they had to re uh do some of those uh that animation because the mpa thought that she looked just a bit too nude <laughs> <laughs> So she needs a bit more clothing, even if it's represented by fire <laughs> during that sequence. Even if it, even if she's like, a, if even she looks like a Barbie doll. Yep. In flame, it's like, mm. yep. It's like cover up just a little more. Like this is still for kids. Yes. <laughs> and, and that, and that's the thing is like, you know, this is still a time where animation, especially in in the United States animation is a kid thing and i think we you know now we've gotten to the point where like oh yeah animation can be for adults i mean yeah the the um yeah the simpsons and stuff like that but you know animation tackling an act like a serious sub serious subject matter was like hmm what which i think is why a lot of people were not too keen on this one and but why it has kind of why it's kind of enjoyed a a fan more more fan fan bases those kids who saw it as as little kids have grown up and like oh this is what this movie is so it was kind of ahead of its time in a lot of ways but yeah like if it was made today it would have a different rating and they would have left her naked ish yeah uh let's see um the uh throughout the score um you hear uh chanting in latin mm-hmm. and um in a in a interesting connection uh in the beginning of the the movie when uh frollo ends up you know, pursuing quasimodo's mother and causing her death um the chanting that you hear is part of the uh um, which was part of Mozart's last composition, one of his most uh, one of his last compositions, Requiem in D Minor, which uh, Mozart was played by Tom, <laughs> the voice of Quasimodo in the movie Amadeus in 1984. So um, let's do uh, let's see. Uh, Esmeralda, um, if you did not notice, uh, has very striking green eyes, um, mm-hmm. which um, Esmeralda is in the Holly. You could probably uh, confirm this, maybe. Um, for emerald. Yes, Spanish for emerald. Um, but apparently, during the Middle Ages, green eyes were often considered to be a sign of either magic, evil, and or witchcraft. Um, which apparently, a lot of Disney villains have green eyes, like Maleficent. Um, 
Well, uh, that fits with uh, what Frollo thought of her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But that just goes to show that that uh, ideal, that idea that they had in the Middle Ages, not necessarily true. Yep. Just like just like people with red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Gingers have no soul. That is not true. Um, I mean, look at the Weasley family. They're all great. They're all ginger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the the feast of fools is a actual event. Um, it's uh set in uh the, the in this setting it's January uh of fourteen eighty two, uh, which France in January you think would be colder in Esmeralda maybe wearing slightly more clothing but I um but anyway um so but it, it was an actual festival that existed during the middle ages uh, uh not just in france but uh, i guess but very popular in france um but the festival consisted of electing a false bishop or pope and the idea was that the low and high officials would trade places for the day <laughs> Um, for you history nerds out there, again, another kind of joke that would go over kids' head. Um, but when uh, uh, Esmeralda uh, takes the, the captain after he's been injured um, to uh, hide with, with Quasimodo, and uh, she pops, out, she brings out like the uh, the flask and he's like, oh, great, I could use a drink. And she goes and pours it on the, the wound instead to clean it out. Um, he's like, oh, feels like a 1470 Burgundy, bad year. And from 1474 to 1477, there was a war <laughs> uh, yes. between the Burgundian state and the old Swiss Confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> and the Duke of Burgundy, Charles the Bold, was defeated three times on the battlefield and eventually killed at the Battle of Nancy in 1477. And uh, eventually this led to Burgundy becoming part of France. So, wow. okay, so that didn't 1470 just... Burgundy was a bad year. Yeah. <laughs> bad number that, of years. That, that didn't just go over my head as a kid, that went over my head as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had here. to look it up. I, mean, I had talking. to look it up. I'm like, there has to have been something in Burgundy in the in the 1400s. This cannot. This cannot just be. Yeah. It's like that cannot just be just a joke that they made up. That has to be a reference to something. And I looked, and I'm like, oh my god, there was an actual war in Burgundy in the 1470s. <laughs> I'm like, this is the. <laughs> So that, all you history several... nerds out there are like you dummy, you didn't know that. Uh... <laughs> that that that's a joke that's several layers deep. Holy yes. cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I Bravo, know Bravo to whoever put that one in there. Yeah. But not that deep European history. Yeah. Um and um the last bit of trivia to uh uh and on a, on, a, on a high note here, uh, according to the DVD commentary, uh, to uh, better, uh, I guess, entice Kevin Klein to play the role of our, our dear captain, um, they gave him a sword. <laughs> 
to help entice him to play the part and uh yes they named his they named the captain's horse achilles because they thought it was funny to hear him say achilles heel yep (laughs) now now uh okay so um on some of i can't remember which vhs it was it must have been pocahontas or something um we would they they would have like the the previews like you know what's what's coming to theaters and they had the the promo for um for hunchback and notre dame like hey, it's coming to theaters and here's who's playing all these characters and and they had like you know kevin klein is a heroic phoebus and they had a they had a shot of him uh in the booth recording his lines and he is holding a sword and mm-hmm. shaking it <laughs> and now i'm like is that the sword they gave him probably <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so they gave him the sword and he brought it with him to work. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just always remember that. And... Yeah, good times. Yep. So, that is my last bit of trivia. Alright, well, that, there's there's all our, there's our thoughts on the Hunchback. Holly, did you have anything you wanted to to mm-hmm. add? Yeah. Nope, I think we hit everything. Okay, well, hopefully, hopefully, our listeners have enjoyed this uh, this this philosophical discussion about the Hunchback at Notre Dame, and maybe we've inspired you to go back and check it and be like, hmm, maybe I maybe maybe you need to give it a, a second look because I mean, I, I I certainly have needed to over the years, and it's it's definitely worth revisiting, even if um, it's maybe it's not one that you watch all the time but if any of our listeners want to talk about hunchback in notre dame and, and add their two cents to uh what was discussed here you can send us feedback our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com and our website where you can go find links to all of our social media uh is the fiveishfangirls.com and we um we have you know, links to all of our, uh, like I said, all of our social media to where our, where the podcast can be found and downloaded and listened to our YouTube channel. You can leave comments there. Um, and, uh, and also if you feel like you want to help support the podcast and keep us up on the interwebs and coming into your, your, your podcast feed, you can join us on Patreon. Uh, you can also support us through our, our Amazon store, through our merchandise shop, through our uh, our audible link and a lot of other things and again we thank you for listening we thank you for being um being here with us we know you could uh, be doing a lot of things right now and we're glad that you want to spend some time listening to us ramble about various and sundry topics so mm-hmm. thank you always for your support and thank you for for being a listener and hope you all are doing well yep because just plugging along this good old 2021. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry, Bob. So, all righty then. Well, with that, we shall sign off for this week. Oh, this is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. Yeah, Brittany's not here. Brittany ha- Brittany's having weather issues and therefore cannot join. Yes, so. <laughs> I know. I was waiting I'm like, oh, wait, that's me. Yep. <laughs> this is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Time to pour the wine and cut the cheese. <laughs> we have some...
the city awakes to the bells of Notre Dame. The fisherman fishes, the breakerman takes to the bells of Notre Dame. To the big bells as loud as the thunder, to the little bells soft as a psalm. And some say the soul of the city is the toll of the bells. The bells of Notre Dame. You have been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash Five-ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening, and may the squee be with you. The bells of Notre Dame. Claude Frollo longed to purge the world of vice and sin. And he saw corruption everywhere except within. Bring these gypsy vermin to the palace of justice. You there, what are you hiding? Stolen goods, no doubt. Take them from her. She ran. This is an unholy demon. I'm sending it back to hell where it belongs. See there the innocent blood you have spilt on the steps of Notre Dame. I am guiltless. She ran. I pursued. Oh, you would add this child's blood to your guilt on the steps of Notre Dame. My conscience is clear. You can lie to yourself and your minions. You can claim that you haven't a qualm. But you never can run from your high water. Done from the eyes, the very eyes of And for one time in his life, a power and control. 
Paolo felt a twinge of fear for his immortal soul. What must I do? Care for the child and raise it as your own. What? I'm to be saddled with this misshapen. Very well. But let him live with you in your church. Live here? Where? Anywhere. Just so he's kept locked away where no one else can see. The bell tower, perhaps. And who knows? Our Lord works in mysterious ways. Even this foul creature may yet prove one day to be of use to me. And Frollo gave the child a cruel name. A name that means half full. Quasimodo. Now, here is a riddle to guess if you can sing the bells of Notre Dame. Who is the monster and who is the man? 